Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Modern Retail Podcast. I'm Kale Guthrie Weissman, the editor in chief of Modern Retail. Uh, this week, we have Brian Moore, who's the co founder and CEO of Talk Shop Live. I've been wanting to talk with Brian and just like a big player in the uh, live stream shopping space for a while because it's, I don't know, it's such a fascinating space. Uh, so many big brands and like influencers have been going into it. And I don't know, it's the, it's the type of thing that people have been talking about for, I want to say years, if not even like half a decade. But now it seems like we've reached maybe an inflection point where more Americans are testing it out and shopping with these types of apps. But Brian, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So first, just why don't you just give a little bit of intro about yourself? Who are you? How did Talk Shop Live begin? All that jazz. Okay, awesome. Um, well, I'm just a kid from New Jersey. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, but no, to kind of give you some background and, and kind of the why on Talk Shop Live, and I think my, my story is part of it. You know, I've, I've worked in social media, I say for I say for 15 years, but it's like closer to 20 now, but I feel like I've been saying 15 <laughs> for forever. Um, uh, you know, I was I I was really into YouTube and how communities were built. And I actually pitched a show to 20th television based on YouTubers a long time ago. They passed on it, but six months later, the head of development called me and he was like, all that stuff that you're talking about social media, I'm reading about in the trades, but I don't know anyone that does this for a job. And so I, I started the social media department at 20th Television. I was there for five years. I moved over to CBS, wherever I saw social and digital uh, for another five years. And then when I left, it was when social media, you know, influencer marketing was really taking off. It was the time period where the social media algorithms were starting to impact how people made sales. And I, I created my own kind of social media business of one. And it was, I was looking at kind of how, how, how brands, creators, you know, I wanted to work with people who didn't just want to check the box, but they wanted to destroy the box, right? Like they wanted to like do really interesting campaigns to break through the noise. And I watched as live stream commerce was taking off in Asia and becoming a billion dollar industry. And I was like, wow, I wish I had that in the US for my clients, right? It was a problem that I faced. And I was like, I need a solution for my clients. And I had studied Mandarin Chinese for 13 years. I lived there for a year and two summers. And so I, I was like, wow, I need it, but it needs to look different for it to be successful in North America. And my sister is my co-founder. She's a lot uh, smarter kinder and better looking than I am. But, uh, but she, um, you know, she did a lot with, you know, social media in the CPG space. And we got together and we were like, wow, I've worked with all of these creators and kind of on the entertainment side of things. And she really worked with a lot of the brands and businesses. And we were like, how do we create a solution for live stream commerce that works for them? And that's really where TalkShop Live was born. Interesting. So what was the solution? What how, what did you think was missing that would make it work in North America? Yeah. So we created TalkShop Live. It's an out-of-app experience, you know, so, you know, as opposed to just copying the model in, in Asia where it's, you know, people download an app to get into those experiences. Our thing, my thing was having worked with creators, big retail and a lot and publishers and media was like their goal to adopt this will be a frictionless experience, right? So they don't want to drive people to go download an app to get into an experience to potentially buy a product, right? We need to create, like take out the friction. So we have the platform of TalkShop Live, but I think what also really differentiates us and has been so useful to the 
retailers, the publishers, the creators, and for them to work together is that we have an embeddable player. So everywhere the player is embedded outside of Talkshop Live, the sales execution happens within the video player and it serves as a sale. You know, so, so now, in addition to the platform of Talkshop Live, it's also serving as a distribution vehicle and it works for, you know, the retailer like Walmart or Best Buy can put it on their site. The creator can put it on their site, share it out across their socials, right? And the publisher can also put it on their site and share it out across their socials. And the sales executions happen everywhere the videos live. So while you're driving higher sales conversion rates that way, because you're eliminating all the click-through for the customers, what you're also really driving, and you're going to, I'm going to say this all the time, and I say this to my team all the time, but it's really about adoption, right? When you look at anything that's been adopted in social media, it's been where people know, like, and trust it, right? So the Walmart customer is more apt to adopt live stream commerce on walmart.com. The Allure reader is more apt to adopt live stream commerce on allure.com right? They're, these are places where they know, where they trust. And then plus when they're seeing it out on socials. And what we see is that people adopt it in one place and then continue to shop it in all places. You know, so that's really where when you, when you said it at the top of the uh, conversation, when you were like, we're really at an inflection point now, we really are. And it's, it's so exciting for everybody in the live commerce space in, in North America right now. So, so there is no Talk Shop Live app. Like it's pretty much it's it's owned on whatever plat- platform it is. You know, Allure website, Walmart website. Have you ever thought about having an app just for people who are super users? Well, there's the the platform. So TalkShopLive.com, you okay. know, TalkShop.Live, and then we have an app that people can go live from, right? Okay, but that's but that's more for like the the actual merchants or the sellers. So yeah, yeah, but right, but the but everywhere the, the but the videos exist out on talkshop.live, which you'll see, like, if you go there, you'll see all of the upcoming shows that we have slated. Um, and, and it's, you know, over time, it's also built a really active community on the site who go from show to show to show. So it's like, you already have the destination and community that's there, but what's great is that then the brands, the publishers and the creators can also put it in their own worlds as well. So I'll like, like, I'll use an example for you. Like when Drew Barrymore came on, she she was coming on and her product line was available at Walmart. So she her her it was on her talk shop live channel and Walmart's talk shop live channel. It was embedded on drewberrymore.com, embedded on walmart.com. Drew shared it across her socials, Walmart shared it across theirs. And then it also got picked up by other media outlets and was embedded in those destinations as well. Mm-hmm. Does it also work on social? Like, can you know if you you post a link on on Twitter or even like ideally like on YouTube? I imagine can, does it still have the same functionality? Yeah, within the like in app browser on Facebook, it will. Yeah, you know, and um and and on, on Twitter as well on on YouTube, not currently. Yeah, are you hope are you working on that for YouTube? Well, the thing the thing that we've realized is we work with a lot of creators, right? One of the things that you know. I, I think is really interesting is that we have creators that have adopted Talk Shop Live from big YouTubers like the guys from Dude Perfect to Oprah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we like run the gamut and all of their programming is really different. But one of the things that we've consistently heard across the board from the creator front 
is that they really appreciate having a destination outside of their traditional social platforms to use as their shopping destination. And that's why they're really building these talk shop live channels as ways to interact and engage and create these shopping experiences worth talking about. So that's what I wanted to ask you about that. So for, for the retailers and the publishers, this makes sense. You also have a bunch of creators and influencers and they're platform dependent often. And so are people consuming their streams at talkshop.live? Is that where the, the, the brunt of it is? Are they looking at it at, at their Shopify stores? Sort of what, what is the makeup of, of how sort of those individual, you know, creators or merchants are, are, are making their streams. Yes, yeah, so we have an integration with Shopify as well, right? So your Shopify store can immediately sync into your TalkShop Live channel and the sales execution still happens in the video same way, but also your, video, your, your TalkShop Live video can embed within your Shopify store. So, so they do have that. Um, what, what, one of the things that we're noticing, and we, like, I don't know how long you've, you've been following TalkShop Live, but our gateway categories were books and music. We had people coming on, they were selling between three and nine times their pre-orders on other retail platforms, right? So it was wildly successful. And that's when we were like, we should break out into other categories. Um, and you know, one of the things that the creators noticed and brought to our attention and the publishers, when, when I'm saying publishers here, I'm referring to, to, you know, the book publishers, right? Like Harper's, Macmillan, Penguin Random House. And that they noticed was that when the creators, talent, influencers are driving from their social platforms into the TalkShop Live experiences and people are, are shopping it while they're in, in it on TalkShop Live, they're driving more than when they're driving from their social platform to point of sale. Right. And so that was really why we took off so much in that category. And the other big thing is, and, and I'm sure this is something that that's so relevant to everything that, that you cover all the time. But for creators, where it was really valuable for them is um, when they work with other partners and when they work with retailers and when they work with brands, they don't typically get their customer information. Right. And so now these are their customers as well. And that's that's really valuable to the creators is to be able to be building their own customer base, not just fan base, but customer base in the process. Got it. And so you said uh, books and music were, the, were the, the initial ones. Was that always the plan? Did it just happen that way? Sort of who were you originally pitching in 2018 to get, to get them to do shoppable live streams? Yes. Yeah, so, well, when we, when we first started, we, yeah, but it was, it was books and music and, and one of the, all of our books count for New York times bestseller list and all of our music counts for the relevant charts. Right. And the thing is I had worked in social media. I worked in social media for talent. Right. So that was kind of the world that I came from and that I knew. Right. Can I just ask a question though? When you say music, what does that mean? So is that an like an artist telling them to buy merch? Is that an artist saying download my album on Bandcamp? What what exactly is yeah, that? So we're talking everything from merch to physical music product, vinyls. Like vinyls are huge right now, and that's all driving for first week sales. And the other thing is all of these people who come on with their books and with their music then end up coming on with a lot of other products or their other brand deals. And that was where it started to extend beyond books and music. And we were like, wow, this is really, you know, a valuable, like we had the, the example where it really struck was food and beauty right now are our fastest growing categories, right? And we had someone come on with their cookbook. They sold out and they had sold nine times their pre-order on any other site. 
And they were like, wow, I want to make other products just to sell on here. And then they were like, wow, I want to work with my other brand partners to sell on here. And then we started to really connect the dots. And when we look at it, we, our philosophy and our approach to live stream commerce is to help connect the retail landscape for creators, retailers, brands, and publishers, right? In, and to do it in a way that's scalable for them. Mm-hmm. Got it. And so can you talk to me about growth over the last few years? I imagine 2018, 2019 were very different than, say, 2020 and 2021, just in terms of shopping habits. Yeah, well, you know, for full transparency, we bootstrapped this, right? So we were, it was me, my sister, and a really small team. And um, we, you know, 2018 was was building and learning. Do you know what I mean? We did a lot Mm -hmm. of learning. 2019, we launched our embeddable player. Right. And that's where we really started to see the success in books and, and, and music. 2020, I think, was when we kind of started, you started to see like a lot of people come on with their books and music and have kind of these blockbuster sales. Right. So it like proved the model and it proved the value for creators. Right. And I would say what we've really done is been able to connect the retail landscape over this last year by a launching in in all of these other categories where we've seen a tremendous amount of success. You know, we've also launched with a lot of uh, brand retail and publisher partners. So we partnered with Condé Nast, right? Like they launched the GQ channel, the first shoppable interview. Um, they did, they launched Bon Appetit. They launched Allure. They launched a bi-monthly uh, Vogue channel that, that goes by, Bi-monthly is twice a month, yes. Um, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm always confused about that one. Yeah. And, um, you know, and then we also launched with Hearst. And then, you know, in in November of last year, we launched with Walmart. I had actually emailed the president of Walmart like a year and a half ago. And they tried a lot of live stream commerce solutions. And in November of last year, we launched with Walmart. And we did four tests through Holiday. And, you know, the tests were really successful for them as being a scalable solution and kind of their always on live commerce solution. And um, then in in February of this this year, you know, we expanded our partnership with them, which their commerce API is integrated. So every product available at Walmart can be available within a talk shop live show and then embedded everywhere. Right. And so what we've now seen is a growth with a lot of suppliers, a lot of merchants. Right. And also, we're also seeing a lot of inbound from retailers that are looking for this same experience to create something that's scalable, to create something that helps connect the retail landscape so they can work with publishers. You know, we did a great launch with Free Assembly, with Walmart, with Allure. You know, we did a great uh, show for Valentine's Day with BuzzFeed. You know, and what it what it is, allows people to do is really maximize on their media partnerships as well to to drive sales and, and really use us as that that distribution vehicle that continues to grow their live commerce audience right and it continues to drive to you know what we started this conversation on which is the adoption of it you know i i tell every i tell everyone who will listen so i'll say it now but is that i believe when i when i started the social media department at 20th television and people were like what is social media? Do we really need this? And then a year later, everybody was like, what is our social media strategy? And then, you know, soon after that, everybody was like, what's our Facebook strategy? What's our Instagram strategy? What's our YouTube strategy? I believe we're at that inflection point now with live stream commerce, right? Where people were like, 
what, what, what is live stream commerce in North America, right? People are like, what is live stream commerce? Do we really need this for our business, right? I think it would have happened regardless of the pandemic or not, but I think everything with the pandemic, you know, you know, accelerated the adoption of it. And I think last year was really a year of people coming in and testing the waters, right? And, and what we've noticed is that the landscape of live stream commerce, a lot of players are coming into the field, right? And so, but now I believe where we're at is where people have tested and now they're looking for what is a solution that's scalable for our business that drives the results, right? And when we're talking about results, we're talking about driving sales conversion rates, you know, creating shopping experiences that drive people to connect to their brand on a deeper level. You know, one of the things I talk about a lot, and I feel like this is so pertinent to your audience, but is that, you know, we've turned so much into just a buying culture, right? And if I'm going to go just go buy something, you know, there are places that are great to just go buy it, right? But if you want to create these experiences that drive to that larger funnel of, of, in addition to converting the sales, but also, you know, really building that brand loyalty around your product, right? And around your brand, live stream commerce really allows itself, really allows the customers to connect in that way. You know, like there was a, a New York Times article about when Catherine Zeta-Jones launched her coffee line on Talkshop Live. And the reporter wrote about how they never broke eyesight with Catherine Zeta-Jones while they were buying her coffee. Two days later, the coffee was delivered to their doorstep. Now, every time they drink that coffee, not only do they think like, oh, I bought Catherine Zeta-Jones coffee or where I bought it, but they think about the conversation that they had with Catherine Zeta-Jones while Michael Douglas was walking behind, behind her when they bought her coffee. So it, it, it really drives to a whole meaningful connection with the brands as well. So much I want to talk about there. Um, but first, you, you said the sort of last year was the year when it was really, you saw more people testing it out and it became, I guess, more of a habit or more curiosity. Can you just share some some of the, the, the growth you've seen? So have you seen more merchants, more more sales? What, what, what have you been yeah, seeing on that to, front? To put it in perspective, our Talk Shop Live revenue was up eight, over 810% last year. You know, so I think that that shows the adoption. I think the other thing is we've seen everybody from, you know, the books and music categories to now publishers across the board, like I said, right? Retailers like Walmart, Best Buy, Fred Siegel, right? So you're looking at retailers that are catering to all different audiences, right? We've seen creators of all types. And now even, you know, we have UTA launched a channel with us, right? So they're, they're doing a lot of things with, you know, as we really look at the the creator landscape and how creators work with brands and retailers. I think we've we've really positioned ourselves. When you look at live stream commerce, the way Talkshop Live works is we really serve as a solution for that creator. We also serve as a solution for the brand that they're working with and the retailer and the publisher. So when you connect that retail landscape, what it does is it allows people to win at live stream commerce together. And, and that's really a, a, a great value for, for any brand or business looking to get in the space. Not to mention, it's also, we made it, like having being someone who's worked with talent for most of my career, right? I realized it has to be turnkey. It has to be easy. It has to be light lift. So we've also, in addition to cutting out the friction on the customer side of things, right? You know, it's not, 
Talk Shop Live is not one of those solutions where you click buy and then you're redirected to another page, right? So we've cut that friction. We've also cut the friction, you know, on the seller side of things, the retailer side of things. And that's that's literally why I, I couldn't have asked for a better quote when, when uh, the VP of brand at Walmart said that we are their scalable solution for them. Because what it does is it, it allows people to c- cut their production costs, but still create these amazing shopping experiences. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So can you talk a little bit about, little bit about the, the Walmart partnership and just so I understand it, because I know that you, you did test streams uh, throughout the holidays and then you announced a more robust partnerships. And you said that every all, all of every water, Walmart product can be sold on TalkShop Live now. So is that that the brands are hosting streams that are then, you know, sold through Walmart? Is Walmart putting on its own stream sort of how how is it working on that front no that's a that's a really great question so by the way the uh, and, and uh, uh, this is another thing i'll say all day long um but the brand experiences team at walmart is really phenomenal and completely understands the value of the space and how to really maximize it for their customers and their suppliers um and so you know what's been really great yeah we did Tests in holiday of last year, we did a show with Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, and she's coming on again next week um, with her hair tools. Um, but we did we did a test with Drew Barrymore, with Pioneer Woman, Reed Drummond, um, with Rachel Ray, and then we did another one with IGN, right? And so that was a way for them to work with publisher with a publisher as well. And after that, they came back and you know, it worked so well. And a lot of their suppliers and merchants were really interested in doing this, right? So now they've upped their programming, I believe by 420% from what was initially planned. And we're already slated through through summer with different programming. But what's great is that the Walmart, um, and there are often weeks where they'll even have four or five shows a week. But what's been really, really phenomenal is Walmart, the shows are hosted on walmart.com, right? On walmart.com slash live. They're also on Talkshop Live. They're also on the, the, the supplier or brand site. So when we did one with uh, Pampers, right? It was on Pampers.com, Talkshop Live, Walmart.com. Um, and and it, when it goes live, it goes live everywhere. And it's shoppable everywhere without driving back, right? So what Walmart does is they've, they, they create their presented by Walmart programming. But in addition to that, you know, for instance, the Allure Holiday Gift Guide Live, they had... 17 products. I think I think maybe half of them were fulfilled by Walmart, some were fulfilled by Best Buy, some were fulfilled by Shopify stores. Right. So the what what's great is that Walmart does their Walmart present shows, but then we also have a lot of the suppliers come to us who don't necessarily even have D2C, right? Who come to us and they're like, hey, we want to do a program and use Walmart as the fulfillment. And so Literally, it's so turnkey that within a minute, you can add that product to your show, go live and sell it, you know, and it's the same thing. We also have the same turnkey fulfillment set up for books and music and with all the record labels, with all the book publishers. So if you're working with a brand, uh, you know, or with Walmart, who's then showcasing, say, a smaller or mid-sized brand, does everybody get the sales data and the customer data? Sort of how, how does that shake out work? Yeah, so it's on your, your channel, right? Because oftentimes okay. what the brands will do is they'll launch their own channel. And then, yeah. wall, and then, but it will also, you can also syndicate it onto the Walmart channel as well. So it's got it. So there was this great brand that came on recently 
um, that I think you guys actually covered, uh, yeah. but it was it was a, a brand called Jinx, and it, it's a it's a, a dog a, a pet food brand, um, and the founder who's phenomenal came on, went live. And I believe she got, she gave you guys the stats on her show. So you can, you can get those from her, but she did phenomenally well compared to traditionally how she sells D to C. They also, she also expressed that they saw a great lift on in-store sales as well, as well as her overall weekly online sales from the talk shop live show. So what's, what's great is that the, the brands can, can go live and fulfill through Walmart or they can work with Walmart to create Walmart Presents programming. Got it. I want to ask you just about sort of behaviors, because I find live stream commerce behavior is super fascinating. And what I've always been told, and from the few times I've tried it out, if you go to a place like Asia, it's much more of a discovery mindset, mindset like QVC plus, you know, I'm sort of channel surfing and I know this KOL slash influencer who will sell me these things. And it seems like what you guys do is a little bit different. Like if I go to walmart.com, I'm in a much different mindset about buying than I am if I'm just scrolling through something. So do you do you think that the, the, the key to North America is sort of going for that latter mindset of someone who's going to the owned and operated page and not necessarily trying to do sort of I guess a, a mindless activity of product discovery and maybe I like this person? Is that is that where the, where the real difference lies? Well, I'll say this, I think there's the power in both. And that's why I think we're seeing the community continue to build on Talk Shop Live, right? Like when you look at the, the food category, for instance, with us, we have every major food network star is on there and a ton of food brands. And we'll have these theme weeks and people will go from show to show. So you see that they are searching and adopting, right? But I think the thing is the initial point of contact, the initial place where people adopt is, is like kind of what you, you and I were talking about earlier, but when it's, it's places that they know, right? So I'm going to have my first experience with live stream commerce on GQ because that's what I read, you know, and that's where I'm there. And so, you know, really we're meeting businesses where they're at and helping them meet their customers where they are. But I also think the difference is that it's, it's really, you know, a lot of people talk about live stream commerce. Is it QVC 2.0? right? Or is it, yeah. is it television shopping 2.0? Television shopping, as a young guy in New Jersey, I was <laughs> obsessed with it, right? It was <laughs> phenomenal. I think the day I decided to launch Talk Shop Live, I had actually watched the movie Joy. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I, I loved it and have so much respect for television shopping. But what I will say is really different as someone who comes from the space of creating content online is that Brands who look at it as as a way to do where content meets commerce is a better way of looking at it for them than QVC 2.0, right? Because what you really need to say is, how are we creating this as a brand experience where people are connecting with our brand, right? Because consumers have evolved, right? Like, like you know this with what you cover every day, probably better than I do, right? But, but shoppers have evolved, right? And brands have evolved and the way that they communicate with their customers has evolved, right? So by, by, by being able to bring people into these experiences, and, and this is where I, I think the value of the way that we've set up Talkshop Live works so well is because you want to create shareable, embeddable experiences that people want to talk about, right? You're not just on there hawking a product 
bring them in, right? Like when Mattel came on with Barbie for our, for Women's History Month, and they brought them into this experience, and they had the designer of Barbie on there. You know, that's that's getting a new experience, right? Like when when we had a, a TikTok star, Noah Schnacki, launching his album, and he went live from backstage at the Opry, you know, and he was his first time walking out on the Opry stage. So his fan base gets to have this experience with him and they get to shop without leaving the experience at the same time, right? So you're, you're buying the product, you're also having the experience. Um, you mentioned that, you know, you're seeing more people toggle between, you know, uh, not subjects, what's the word, like product types, you know, uh, on TalkShop.Live. Are you, are, you, are you actively seeking out customer acquisition on that? Are you seeing an increase in site traffic or are you just focused on sort of being the more invisible third party player that if they come there, that's good, but also that they can go to Allure.com if they want as well? I, I think what you'll see is, and, and I think it's one of the reasons why all of our, our brand partners really like working with us, is that in addition to the customers that they see on their own sites, right, and across their own socials, they're also seeing a lift from the TalkShop Live community, right? And I think there's a lot of value in that, right? Because what we're also, what we're building side by side with them is this online shopping community that goes and does search and does experience. And if you look, we, you know, I come from media, right? So if you look at our team and who's on our team, a lot of people have come from media that work at TalkShop Live. So we, we create theme weeks so that when brands come in, they can come in during a theme week. Like we have a food week coming up next week, right? And so during food week, we have an array of brands. So it's like, you might have Jada and Michael Simon from the Food Network, but you also have the Hungry Monkey Baking Company in Illinois, right? So what it does is it allows these allows people to come on and, and to grow their audience as well as the audience that they have, right? So how are you finding this community then? Are, are, they, are they just sort of, they're, they're really like live shopping, they found it themselves? Are you serving them ads? Who, who is the talk shop community? Well, the talk shop community is like any anywhere the video exists, right? People can adopt the platform, right? So it's it's constantly growing, constantly evolving. And the thing is, we lay out for for our sellers, we lay out a really robust promo plan, right? Which is get your promo video to us seven days in advance of your show, right? We put it up on the site because people will discover it when they're coming there for other programming too. You know what I mean? So what what people are doing is they're really able to, you know, they're they're able to grow their audience. The other thing is we can supply the tools to help enable you to be the best live stream commerce seller that you can be, right? And we're constantly perfecting those tools and constantly trying to deliver people deliver people the best tools to cut that friction and path to purchase, right? To, to be able to make it easy and seamless to, to execute, to be able to help add with distribution, right? And, but, but the other thing is to succeed in live stream commerce, you can also watch these people who do it really well. You know what I mean? It's like, we see you know, like the, the small food businesses will do things that they've seen, like Jada showed inside of her pantry. So then all of a sudden, everybody was like, well, Jada showed inside her pantry. So I'll show you inside mine. And I think that it, it helps people learn how to create these experiences for their brands that might work and be really effective. 
you know, and I think that's why you see people coming back, right? The sellers are coming back. The merchants are coming back. I think, you know, even talking with the team at, at Walmart, but they were like, you know, when people come on for their shows with Walmart, they're excited to come back and do their next one. And, and to me, that's really the power because it's like, yes, you can do drops, one-off drops, right? But when, we, when you look at how do you want to scale your, your live stream commerce strategy to be something that's really useful to your brand, your business, or you as a, a, a creator or a retailer or a publisher, you know, because we've added, you know, I think, you know, New Beauty, which is uh, like a beauty publication, they do frequent shows with us. They frequently sell out and Talk Shop Live has provided an entire new revenue stream for them. You know, and I think that the power of creating the revenue stream, but also never forgetting that what you're doing is you're always also creating relationships with your customers on a deeper level. And I think as the social media algorithms have changed and as it's gotten harder for people to stay in direct communication with their customers, you know, having a channel on a platform like TalkShop Live is very valuable for them as a distribution vehicle for them, but also for their future live, live stream commerce activities. Got it. Well, we're almost uh, out of time, but I wanted to ask just, you know, one more question, which is I always ask, which is, you know, we're coming, we're now through Q1 going into Q2 of 2022. What are the big plans that, you know, what are the expansions? I know that you raised a little bit of money last year. You've been mostly bootstrapped. Are you going to be raising more money? Sort of what is, what does the scale look like for Talkshop Live? Yeah, I think, well, I can say I'm, I'm grateful there's a lot of interest. Um, you know, what what's really exciting for us is we're super heads down building the, the business. We You're going to see a lot of other retailers launching over the next quarter. Um, you know, I think what's also uh, really fantastic is as we look to help connect the retail landscape, we're seeing a lot of the publishers jump on board to work with us, with retailers and with brands, which is also really powerful. Um, and, and you're also gonna see, we have, we have a lot planned for how creators effectively work with brands and retailers inside of the Talkshop Live ecosystem to really create that win at live stream commerce solution together. You know, we're, our, our, we're, we're scaling on all levels of the business to, to really to meet the demand that's coming in. Um, and I, I think it's an exciting time. I think, you know, if, if you just look at kind of how our, our, our Q1 went, you know, we're going to have our best year yet, you know? And I think the best part about that is that all of the brands and retailers and creators that are using TalkShop Live are also having a phenomenal year because they're using us. And so, you know, that that's really the, the way that we like to, to grow our businesses is to work hand in hand with brands and retailers growing theirs. Amazing. Well, Brian, this has been such a great conversation. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Modern Retail Podcast, a show by Digiday. If you haven't already, please do subscribe and head to Apple Podcasts to leave us a review and a rating. See you next week.